0: Anything better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 71 of the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? It's the first Sunday I've had a chance to talk to you cats one-on-one um i'd like to right at the start i'll apologize for not having an episode last sunday um we had some computer issues well not so much issues we bought we actually bought a new computer desktop mission control yes i'm old school i like desktop pcs and uh i like to have all my files here and my pictures and everything else um i don't like laptops for some reason i just don't like i just don't like them i mean to have one but i don't like it i prefer to sit at the big desk and in the back room here and yell out the window and and that sort of thing so anyway it was start the old computer was starting to die so we got a new one and uh you know we're just transferring you know software over and stuff you know, photoshop and all that stuff blah 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 and of course it's whenever you're dealing with a computer of course it's never nothing smooth so it's install uninstall not recognized oh christ really you know so um no my wife did a great job though um you know and that's the thing i mean obviously well her, her far more than myself obviously but um it's not like she's a you know writing code for computers and a big hacker either or anything i mean she's not a computer guru so it's um but you know she knows a fair bit but um but very far and far more patient than i am that's for sure i think the computer would have been out in the courtyard if it had been up to me but uh no we got everything transferred over and uh here we are so I apologize for for not having the Sunday episode but speaking of episodes how about the uh the last two there uh parts 1 and 2 with Steve Parsons um what a great response um Steve was a great guest and I really appreciate um, the feedback from everybody and um yeah it was it was really cool and uh and like I said guys at the start here like I would say this is episode 71 please go back and check out the other 70 episodes um uh, you know, had great guests on, uh, Marasty, McIntyre, Kopech, Mazer, Roman Volpac, Clark Wilm, Kent Staniforth, on and on. So, um, definitely go back and check that out. Um, if you're new to the program, Wednesdays are usually interview programs and, uh, with uh, either a player or a fellow fan or what have you, there's a guest on and then, uh, Sunday is sort of, uh, a, a general musings ranty show or what have you. Um, and like today I just talk about, you know, whatever, I'll, you know, see what happens. Right. But I mean, obviously I'll talk today, I, you know, I got a few things to talk about world juniors, a hockey fight tournament, um, just kind of super fans getting owned. And, uh, it's usually I yell about Twitter a little bit and, uh, yeah. And I'll just kind of right at the end, I kind of got a little year in review type of, which I'll just take you behind the scenes here. But, uh, yeah other than that um like i said this the hockey podcast network uh there's about 40 shows on the network all the nhl teams are represented so whatever uh, team you're a fan of there's a show for you of course the nhl season is about to start up here um i think it's this week right and uh so those guys will be obviously the team the team sites will be hopping this is their time of year and uh yeah so we'll see what happens there and uh and uh, as well as uh in terms of original content there's myself and terry ryan and brad lieb and a few different shows on the network that i i would recommend and actually if you're really um speaking of the world juniors um before i get into that uh terry ryan's latest episode <clears throat> uh terry uh tells the story of being at the at, at the team canada tryouts and um got into a tilt and uh yeah yeah i mean it's it's a really good episode check it out it's about 45 minutes and you know and terry's such a hell of a storyteller anyway but uh yeah definitely check that out it was a good episode and uh of course for my off network friends we got joe over at the coliseum chronicles um his last episode uh was with kevin devine a former wha player and uh yeah, and uh Joe of course took the, you know, Christmas break here and uh so he'll be jumping back in, but I mean, he's, you know, he's an Islander guy, so I mean, it's Islander specific podcast um in terms of toughness. Um I think he's still celebrating the fact that Matt Martin signed. I think Joe's been a probably been on a week-long bender but uh they uh but he's he's had like eric Boltman, strudwig mick fakota you know um you know really great interviews joe's in-depth and does a great job and uh you know if you want to know about a guy listen to those interviews joel they turn over every stone and and, and real real in-depth so it's cool and then of course alec over at the five for fighting podcast um again uh taking a bit of a, a bit of a christmas break here um but um his last episode, I be- I know he just interviewed a guy, so, he- so that'll be coming out here right away. I won't say who, but uh, he did do an interview. Uh, I think his last one that he has up still is the is the Frank Littlejohn interview, which was a great interview. But if you go back in his catalog again, Yablonsky, by Lois, uh, he's interviewed some great guys. So And Alec does a great job. You know, the youngster, the young kid, but he's doing a good job. But I'm going to have to give him shit. He went to an East Coast League game yesterday. I'm going to yell at him for supporting current hockey. <laughs> No, but uh, he, uh, yeah, but he does a great job. Then of course, um, Fred and Dave over at the Slewfoot Hockey Show, and Dan, Paul, and Kelly at the Obey the Puck Show. A couple current shows for you. They'll uh, keep you up to date. I know you hockey fans listening, and uh, they'll keep you up to date. And they're not blow holes about it. So, and as much as I don't give a shit about current hockey, I actually listen to those shows because I like those people so um yeah there you go now what was i going to talk about well of course the world juniors uh the united states beat canada in the final and um you know it was what was it two nothing um of course the world junior tournament is sort of uh you know come at christmas time there it's kind of become an institution on tv um, in terms of um special well, definitely in canada um it 's- as the game has grown obviously um it 's gaining momentum in north america but um yeah i can remember of course i always i've fondly talked on here in 1991 when it was you know john slaney in saskatoon scoring the minute with a minute and a half left and i was at that game and uh you know eric lindros and brad may were on the team and uh i've talked about that story and uh yeah and it's just been it's been fun watching the watching the tournament all these years um of course as hockey has changed um the tournament has really changed. Not that there was ever. Well, I was gonna say not that there was ever fighting. Nineteen eighty-seven there was, but you know what I'm saying. It was. Uh, it's a little different tournament, but uh, yeah. In terms of my, um, you know, I didn't really. I haven't really watched it that much the last couple of years. Um, I had it on a couple times in the house, just as we were doing stuff. So I'd glance over it and kind of watch it for you know intermittently. But uh, yeah, overall, didn't really watch it. So. Um, you know, the stuff I did watch, eh, you know, whatever. It's just kind of, like, like I said, the kids are obviously highly skilled, and I'm not taking anything away from them. I'll amazing talents and all that. I'm not saying anything like that. But, you know, to me, it's um, eh, it, it's real high-level pond hockey. It's just back and forth and, you know, whatever. And that's cool if you're into that thing. I'm not, so I don't know. I'm like... I can remember back in the day when Canada was physical and really plastered teams, and they certainly have gotten away from that and, um, you know, whatever. But the only thing that kind of bugs me now about the tournament, and it's probably, it's probably an issue of being on social media. Um, which is a real part. I always say this, I'm on such a conflict with, with Twitter. I mean, I'm not on Instagram or anything and Facebook, I have a profile on Facebook, but I haven't, used it in years um like i said i, I scroll it periodically every couple months and like i said I get, I get about like a minute and a half two minutes in and i just get mad reading my news feed and start wondering why i'm friends with these people and and then log off uh, you know the uh, well actually the only really thing i go on facebook for these days is to actually look at alex's enforcer appreciation page and just kind of scroll through there and then same thing like I enjoy when the players post stuff or when people post pictures or videos, and that's cool. And I see a lot of my videos end up on that page, which is cool and, and stuff. But, um, you know, I don't know how many members it's got 10,000 or so. It's it's incredible. But it's like anything. It's the same thing on as, as Twitter. I mean, um, you know, just because they're fight fans doesn't mean I'm, you know, a real big, enjoy reading their stuff because I, I think there's a lot of ignorant shit on there. And uh, I, it just gets tiresome reading about Homer idiots, you know I get it, you're a Bob Probert fan, he's your favorite, but he lost fights too you know, and it's like, I mean, the the conversation doesn't even have to be about Probert, but some yahoo's got to throw, like, I always say when you're talking about Scott Parker, like, they had a Scott Parker appreciation thread on there, whatever, it's Parker versus, uh, you know, whoever taught, I don't know, Jody Shelley and there's a picture of it and they're commenting about Parker, oh, I like Shelley too, oh, that was a great fight, and, but, well, Probert beat him, yep, Probert got him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, thanks there, tips, you know, like, Okay, Chris Tamer got Bob Probert. Like, you know, do you want to you want to play that game? Like, I, I don't know what, but there's always that idiot, right? And uh, it just gets tiresome after a while. And I mean, even and it, there's nothing wrong with the debate, or I think this guy's better than him, or you know, that's fine. But it's just the stupidity of it. Like the other day, somebody's like Dennis Viel, Did he ever win a fight? Like really? Like what? Do you, like why do you have to be that guy all the time? Like, did Dennis Vl ever win a fight? Well, first of all, Dennis Vl was like one of the most exciting fighters ever, and it was why. Like, first of all, well, I'll say you're you're the first pinhead that I've ever seen complain about Dennis Vl. You know, I mean, it's like Vl, Stock, Cummins, you know, all the Jeff Rogers, Vanden Bush, those types. Of, how, how do you complain, Morasti, Garrett Hunt? Like, how do you complain about these people? Like, really? Like, if you're a fight fan. How do you not like those guys? Well, they don't play on my team. Okay, well, first of all, it's not your team, idiot. That's the other thing, but we won't get into that. But it's like, okay, but if you're a fight fan, I I don't. Like, I'm not saying you got to run out and go buy their jersey, but, I mean, how do you shit on these guys? Like, you know, meanwhile, I watch these fights now, and these guys turn sideways and duck their chin and, you know, make sure that visor is really tucked all the way down, and it's a couple jersey jabs and a slap of the helmet and they fall down and then, and it's, oh fighting's alive, boys old time hockey, and it's like okay, it looks like a fucking game of slap and tickle, so, but I mean you know, Christ, they they push and shove now and guys get fired up that there's all of a sudden, oh it's back, what's back, like you know, really we're getting excited over this and then you turn around and then you shit on Dennis Vielle like a guy that fought 200 and some times wide open and you know, left it all out there. And then meanwhile, you're really, you're, you're shitting on him. Oh my God. You know, meanwhile, old Ross Johnson fights twice and he's the greatest. Like, oh fuck man. You know, like whatever, not knocking Ross Johnson, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, just stop. And then of course, and then you get, your. but that's never changed. I mean, that even goes back to the old message board days, you know, you know, everybody, and I get it, you're a fan of the team, whatever, but I've just never understood, okay, you're a Blackhawks fan, whatever. That means everybody that didn't play for the Blackhawks was, like, shitty. Like, what? Like, uh, you know, and just because they played for the Blackhawks doesn't make them great. Right, Johns? Like, Jesus. Manson's top 10. Okay, dummy. You know, it's just it's, uh, it just gets, a, I'm, like, embarrassed for you reading some of this shit it's just, I don't know. And it's funny every like once in a while, like, like even with guys that follow me on Twitter, it's, I don't like, if you're going to say stupid shit, like, yeah, I mean, you could go around Twitter and that could be a full-time job trying to, you know, yelling at ignorant people. I mean, that's just, that'd be a never ending battle on social media. But I mean, I obviously, even when it comes to people that I've interacted with on Twitter and follow their accounts and they follow mine, I mean, they say stupid shit i'm gonna call him on it if i see it and have time you know and i was like tim the other day with the islanders i mean i don't mind the guy but it's like he's sitting there talking about martin and i didn't see a few of his tweets but apparently he kind of pumped martin's tires a little bit but then he's going on about oh all the inconsequential hits he throws and everything else and i'm like okay well how does somebody in their couch know what's in what's consequential or not how would you know what's in what's consequential and inconsequential in a hockey game sitting at home? Like, unless you're playing, you have no idea. Oh, of course, he didn't like that. He unfollowed me. He didn't like that. It's just like, oh, well, okay. I, pardon me for, for calling you out on your bullshit and, you know, asking for some logic in your statement. But, okay. You know, you feel Matt Martin throws all so many inconsequential hits. Mm, all right. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, but like I said, you and I sitting here, we don't know. But, you know, these guys like to, you know, we're going back to the world junior thing. How many how many coaches were online the, that night, you know? Oh, yeah, no, the, oh, the team Canada got out coached. Oh, they got out coached. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, U.S. goalie kind of stood on his head, too. We, we always forget that. It's, it's never that the other team played really well. It's always the other, no, no, they just played really bad. Well, okay. How do you, you got out, coach. What do you mean? Like, oh, I, I knew they should have taken this guy. And, oh, okay, well, they took the Ferrari instead of the Porsche. Like, we're still talking about the best junior players in the world from those countries. Like, we're going to start bitching about who they didn't take. Like, that was the difference in the game. You know? Like, if Canada had had Kirby Dak there and, and the kid from the Rangers that got picked first overall, would it have been different? I don't You know, they certainly would have helped, obviously. You know? And but I'm sure the I don't I don't know their names, but I'm sure the states had guys that didn't get sent back from their NHL teams that could have, you know. So the tournament's never air quotes the best players because some of the players are in the NHL and they don't come back. And after watching Dak get hurt, you think any NHL team's going to send their guys back for that tournament from here on out, you know? Because he's out from the Blackhawks now for what six months? Well, for the year, basically six months, you know. So there's your millions of dollars that got hurt, you know, so, yeah, which was unfortunate because, of course, former, well, for anybody, but, you know, around here being a former Blade and stuff, kind of, you know, a lot of people were looking obviously forward to him playing with the team, and, you know, I was just a girl, oh, man, was that gross injury, but, yeah, so, I mean, is it really best on, you know what I mean, like, there's just so much into it, but just this, bullshit patriotism that people like to pull when this is on. It's like everybody all of a sudden turns into like fucking hacksaw Jim Duggan or something and we're going to wave the flag and like, like I don't wrap my patriotism up with a bunch of teenage hockey players. I'm sorry, but you know, like, Hey, yeah, I want Canada to win, of course, but they didn't. Oh, well, you know, not about to get online and starts what they should have done. You know, but then every Yahoo that took the afternoon course at some, in some basement with cold coffee and a couple of Tim bits, you know, he took the Hockey Canada coaching levels and all of a sudden he's, you know, gonna tell the coaching staff what to do and oh, well, we really needed to watch our gap control and okay, thanks. Yeah, you, you coach tier two novice, but you know, all right. But oh, okay, gap control, you know, oh, that's, that's where you are on the, on the DVDs there, Glenn, you know, like, what are we doing? Like, like I know Mitch love the blades coach was one of the assistants for team Canada. If I see him downtown this year, all Hey Mitch, you know, Hey, come on. You got out coached. Gotta watch that gap control And the really felt you could have done something with those zone entries in the second half of that game. You know, like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like just, you know, they lost whatever. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, well, let's go tell the best junior players in the world what they should have done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From your couch and, uh, you know, oh, that's just hockey fans, right? Oh, we lost, we're, we, we're, we're really going to feel this one. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to get out of bed in the morning. Like, oh God, like just, you know, and then the sad thing is, is when you see, and like I said, it's, you can say whatever you want on fine. I said, the only problem is, is when you get these accounts that have like 12, 18, 20, 50,000 followers and they just start and they tweet stupid shit and like this rhetoric and it's like, so the sheep follow it. And of course then they go on and they spread it and uh, like this one, you know, world hockey or whatever it's on, on Twitter. And yeah. What did did he put? Uh, Well, us won four straight gold medal games versus Canada. You think their developmental program is working better than the, what is it? The watered down major junior leagues north of the border. Uh, okay, yeah, they they won a sixty minute game. They won one game, like if it was a series, would they have won? Who knows, right? But I don't know. Uh, you can, to me, if you want to figure out the best, it's sort of like you got to do like a best of seven, best of five. Like it's got to be a series to really kind of p- put the point home, you know. But in one sixty minute game, anything can happen. So, but none, but they won gold, so they're they're the best country in the world at that point you know that's how it's for the way this that's the way the tournament is i don't think we need to start worrying about the watered down junior leagues because i'm sure a lot of those american players play in those watered down leagues too you know and like somebody pointed out well canada has been in 15 of the last 20 gold medal games so i mean you know i i I don't know if i that's a little you're 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 reaching you're, you know, um, they're chicken little. The sky isn't falling. But I can, I mean, I can go back for years and can remember the Canadian media, even when Canada won the gold medal, still crying that our skills weren't good enough and we just win because we hit. It's odd how, like, teams win when they hit, though. you seen the last few Stanley Cup winning teams? Just saying. It's odd how that works. Physicality seems to equal wins. Hmm, Nutty. Anyway, uh, yeah, but they used to cry that Canada was all goons and stuffy goons, Uh, you know. And it was just like, oh yeah, I could remember Damien Cox crying about it, you know, and just like I said, even like Canada could win every unless they win ten nothing every game. It's never good enough for people. Even if they win the gold medal, it's never been good enough for Canada. You can't win, you know. And uh, for the critics, there's always going to be they got to find something. But to suggest that the major junior leagues are watered down like compared to what I don't what is the what's in the states that's so much better than major junior hockey I I don't understand like okay it's just let's just stop with stupid shit you know and it's like well as the states catch up in terms of hockey development and and basically just rinks to play on and that type of like, isn't Austin Matthews from like Arizona or something. And like, I see Vegas with these rinks now and like, yeah, the game is growing. Okay. Well, and this is like the wave of the future with these young kids, you know, these, you know, when you start, you know, 20, 2003, four five, that's kind of when these kids started playing um, or when they were born um, in that time the growth of the hockey in the United States has been astronomical while they're starting to show the rewards for it and okay never mind the watered down junior leagues we'll just do it this way um, population in the United States 300, 330 million in Canada what is it 35 million well it's called math so yeah you know kind of going to get passed at some point that's just the way it is yeah okay I don't know what else to tell you so I don't think their program is better than ours or their skills are better than ours I mean all these teams have excellent coaches and these kids from day one I mean if anything it's a rich kids it's it's becoming a rich person sport That that's the biggest problem and I think that's probably in North America that's not just a Canadian thing but like the cost of a well, Christ even a stick is $300 it's ridiculous you know like we were playing it was $20 Titan right or you know you go go use your club Z points at zeller's to get that seven dollars off the 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 sherwood you know i mean it was affordable then it ain't now so you know um you know you i think you had parents working second jobs and i could imagine and it'll be interesting going forward here with the especially with junior a um i can see a lot of pay you know pay to play leagues coming and um because these Junior A teams, especially after this pandemic and stuff, if they've not folded, they're going to need some money, and uh, it's going to get ugly in terms of what it costs. And I mean, we're, that was always the thing. after If a guy could get out of a AAA and go to a junior team, uh, the parents breathed a sigh of relief because they no longer had to pay any money or, for equipment or registration fees or anything. You know, they finally were from under it, but I don't know if that's going to be happening anymore. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a real real change in the landscape here when everything gets back after this pandemic it'll be there's going to be a, there's going to be a few junior leagues decimated by this and uh cuz most of them are you know the small town I know for the SJHL I mean those aren't private teams they're community owned and uh they just don't have the money anymore and uh when you lose revenue for a whole year I mean that's it's tough and uh you know it'll be interesting going forward what happens but but yeah, so that was the World Junior Tournament and um, yeah, like I said, it was uh, you know, and just reading on I remember the night of the gold medal game, I was just like yeah, I'm logging off Twitter today folks, I'll uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, because this, this is too stupid tonight, and uh, yeah you got people back and forth and like I said, everyone's a coach or a critic and or, you know, and it was just it just gets old to read, and then, you know but, at the end of the day uh, congratulations to the United States and uh I owe, I owe Dan his all dressed chips and coffee crisp and, uh, and maybe perhaps some maple syrup. But, uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, other than that, Hey guys, actually, this is a real cool, um, deal that started up, uh, I was talking to Josh Grattan, um, and there is a, a, a hockey fight tournament. Um, being planned and talked about, uh, in coordinate, uh, being sponsored by the UFC. And, um, if anybody's, what am I talking about? Well, yeah, be one on one on ice, but the guys will wear UFC, like the MMA gloves. And, uh, I'm assuming hockey equipment with helmets and stuff, but with MMA gloves. And, uh, it's 245 45, pardon me, 245 second rounds. And, uh, yeah, and this is, uh, um, this isn't a new thing. Um, in 2004 in Prince George, they had this event. It was called the Hockey Enforcers Black and Blue Tournament. It was won by Dean Mayrad, former guest on here. If you want to hear about it, go to his interview. Um, and, but the, but the tournament is also on my YouTube channel. If you really want to check it out, like I said, type in Hockey Enforcers, uh, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube. It, regardless, subscribe to my YouTube channel, folks. Check it out. It's like 2,200 videos on there from junior to pro. Uh, any league you're looking for, just go to the search engine, type it, you know, WCHL, ECHL, AHL, whatever, NHL, um, junior stuff. Like I said, everything's on there. You'll find whoever you're looking for. There's lots of, and like some really unique shit, like, you know, lots of, you know, Colt Norrin, Junior, Parker, and stuff like that. It's cool shit. But two of the, well, it's in two parts, but, um, that hockey enforcers tournament's on there. And, uh, that's what, that's what it's going to be. And they are actually Daryl Woloski from Winnipeg. I believe he's a lawyer. Um, who initially that was his thing and he got it going and and got it Um, that was his creation he's involved in this uh, in this deal with the UFC and uh, Josh Grattan also he's not participating I asked him he was like fuck no I'm not in but uh, I know Dean Mayrad has been contacted Mike Segroy has been um, and they're basically asking like Grattan went online and basically said yeah anybody out there um who's played, you know, and has a bit of a resume, drop me a line and if you're serious, you know, I know they're they're looking to be happen in March in Tampa, Florida. So uh yeah, that's gonna be really interesting. I can't wait to hear the hockey purists start crying about this. Oh, it'll be tremendous. I mean even on the message boards, even fight fans have been crying about it. No, this isn't hockey and well no it's not hockey. You know, um uh, I don't know why you would think the two are, you know, anywhere near the same, but I think being an LNAH fan has, like, um, sort of softened me to this type of tournament. I mean, it's a gong show. I mean, it's obviously, it's a circus, and, you know, so, but I guess I'm used to it. Like, I mean, I've had this conversation with Chris, and, uh, you know, I I mean, he's just like, yeah, whatever, but I mean, I don't know if he's particularly a huge fan of the idea, um, you know, but, uh. And I completely understand where he was coming from, and I, him and I just look at it different. I more just embrace the circus and, you know, whatever. Probably comes from being a wrestling fan, maybe, I don't know. But uh, at the same time, I mean, I get what people are saying on uh, terms of it's going to mock. I don't know if it's mocking the game, but, you know, eh, whatever. It is what it is. I don't know. I watch the NHL these days, and to me, that's mocking the game. So, Or chirping videos or whatever. To me, that mocks the game. Bum taps and bro hugs after fights at center ice mock the game, in my opinion. But So I don't know if I'm really going to complain about two guys fighting in Tampa in a, in a hockey enforcers tournament. Is that any different than these? Like I watched a, a mic'd up video the other day. It was just random mic'd up clips, and it was like, Ke- was it Kevin Dillon? Is that his name? Dillon, whoever he is, and he fought some guy, Austin Watson, or something. For it was just pathetic. They're te- they're miked up and a couple body shots, and then they're in the in the. Oh, that was a great fight, bro! And yeah, we'll have to work out in our cardio in the summer, bro, and have a great season, buddy. Like to me, that that's a slap in the face to the game, you know. So, you know, so I'm not going to start pointing fingers at a hockey tournament. Like, all of a sudden, that's killing the integrity of it. Really? We haven't done that already? Like, I don't know. Uh, To me, we've already put the boots to it. Now we're just sort of dotting the I's and crossing the T's at this point. Like, you know. But, nonetheless, a hockey fight tournament. And I've seen people online call bullshit on it. And that form letter looks fake and... You know, and I mean, it sounds far out when you actually say it, right? And so I can understand people's reservations, but at the same time, no, Josh Grattan is involved. He did tweet about it, and it's the real deal. They're still in negotiations. Like to work out details and stuff, but no, they, it's legit, folks. So, uh, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. I said, I, I, don't know if any of the, the participants, uh, you know, will be under 30 years old or 35 years old. Cause I mean, who fights nowadays? And I mean, anybody that does is under contract anyway. So the teams are signed with sure shit aren't, isn't, aren't going to let them go. And especially if they plan in March while the seasons are on. So it's not like, oh, Brett Gallant can go tell Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, i got to head down to Tampa to fight. like So that's not going to happen. I wonder if Brett Glenn's even playing this year. I hope so. I see Alex re-signed, but I don't know. I haven't heard about Brett. Unless he already had a deal, I don't know. I hope so, but he's getting up there. I think he's like 32 or 33, so... I mean, he might have called it quits, I'm not sure. But I uh, hope not. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, anybody really currently active, however minimal that is, I mean, they won't be playing in it, but uh, I wouldn't think. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, you might get some former SPHL guys, like, I don't know, maybe Chase Tiffin or Bellamy or guys like that involved, There's David Seagal or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm just throwing names out. It's not like I've heard these names. I'm, trust me, I didn't talk to Grattan to get the, lo- the lowdown. Um, but, you know, it'll be interesting to come out and how many fights that they're going to have. Like, the Hockey Enforces tournament I'm talking about in 04 was like a round-robin tournament all in one night. So you had guys fighting like four or five times in a night. I don't know what this is going to be. I think this is just more just one on one fights. Winner gets this money. Like it's like a UFC card. It's not like, oh, he wins, so he fights the next guy. So it's like, you know, and I've, I know they've talked about weight categories and stuff. And so it, it's, it, I don't think it's a tournament idea, but, um, I have talked to Josh on, privately on Twitter and I kind of asked him to come on the show. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, he will come on here and explain to everybody what's happening. And, and I mean, I want to talk to him anyway, but I, I definitely want to hear about this tournament. So keep your eyes and ears open. I will keep you guys informed in the coming weeks, but it is legit. Um, yeah. Other than that. Um, yeah. I think maybe just kind of keep this really short today, guys. Um, you know, I don't, don't really have too much to say. Um, it's, it was really weird. I tried to, I had Friday off, so I tried to record this. I'm recording this on Saturday, obviously, afternoon, but I tried to do this last, yesterday on Friday, and it was, uh, I don't know what my deal was. I mean, I had my points that I wanted to talk about, but I stopped and started four or five times and rambled. I mean, I'm rambling now, but I mean, but just squirrel, you know, just stupid shit. Like, I was tripping over my words. I don't know what my deal was, so um i I don't really know what to tell you tonight but uh um other than uh i wanted to get that the info i just want to talk about the world juniors briefly and uh and the and that fight tournament obviously but other than that guys i I, um you know like i said this is kind of the first um time i've had a chance to talk to you guys one-on-one uh in the new year here in 2021 and uh you know we're off to a hot start aren't we um you know, and like I said, uh, in terms of like kind of a year in review, I mean, I'm not going to go over everything that happened, but um, like in terms of this podcast, I meant, uh, but um, you know, this is the first year on the network and uh, I started in April, I believe. Um, for those new to the show that don't know, I'll keep it brief for those that have listened and know what's going on. They're like, oh God, not the story again. Um, but at one time I had my own website, uh, fourthlinevoice.com and I had about 40 some episodes on. Um, but I'd sporadically put them out. It wasn't like, Oh, every Thursday or something. Um, you know, I could go two or three weeks Sometimes Boom, boom. Right. right. I think I put out two episodes in one week a couple of times, but, but it was really sporadic, but, um, I kind of built slowly up on that and I'm air quoting, uh, had success with it, I guess. I mean, you know, I started gaining a little bit of a following. Um, but then one day, of course the site, actually it was when I was in Las Vegas, um, the site crashed and, uh, it was in it would have been in February, yeah, it was in mid February of twenty twenty that the uh, my website went down, and uh at that point, I just kind of figured I was done podcasting. I had kind of been starting to really um, get sort of jaded with the whole thing I'd had some issues with um getting guests and stuff like that, and it was just. It was starting to get really frustrating and, um, had a few, I won't get into, I've talked about it, but I'm not going to name names, but had a few experiences with guys that were really disheartening and it was just kind of like, yeah, you know, what am I doing this for? And, uh, so when my site went down, that was sort of like the excuse I needed to like, okay, well I'm done then. And, uh, that was it. And then, um, so February, March. Yeah. So it was a couple months and then, um, Isha from, and I believe it was Isha got a hold of me from the network and, uh. Yeah, they asked me to, they want, they were looking for original content and, uh, kind of wanted an old school look on their show. I mean, you know, they try to get different, different shows with different perspectives and they were kind of looking for, you know, whatever, a fight show, if that's what you want to call it. And, uh, for lack of a better term, I was a free agent, I guess. And, uh, he, he liked my shit. So it was, yeah, do you want to come on here? And, um, at that point, I had kind of, I, you know, there was a part of me that kind of missed it and it was like, all right, um, yeah, I'll give it a shot and we'll see what happens. And, and like I said, but I know initially we had, a, we had agreed that, um, if we're gonna, if I was going to do this, uh, I definitely have to be more, um, uh, here I am stumbling for my words again, but it like every, every week uniform scheduled, like definitely, um, like every Wednesday, like, so I've done every Wednesday and every Sunday, um, initially I agreed to the two episodes for like the Sunday episode, what I initially was calling vault episodes. And from that, what I mean is I would, I would upload my old player interviews use from my old website, like the Morasti and the McMorrow and the McIntyres. So, and I said, okay, well, and I had, like I said, I had 40 some interviews. So I said, okay, well, Wednesday will be new content day. And that might be my new interview might be me ranting, whatever. And then Sunday will be a vault episode. That's how I initially started on the network. And, uh, so every Wednesday and Sunday, blah, 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 I, we did that up until, and then I said, it'll come to a point where I run out of interviews to upload. And, uh, I don't, at that point, I don't know about what I'm going to do on Sundays, um, which obviously came up, um, I don't know about September. I think I ran out of, uh, old interviews. So, uh, Wednesday became the interview show, the new stuff. And then Sunday became what this, whatever this is, uh potpourri show, if you will. And, um, and I keep saying it, I, I don't know how much longer I can do the Sunday show for, because it's really difficult. It's, it's hard enough to get a weekly show um, content, let alone two weekly shows. Um, now granted the one is an interview, but it's, that's tough to do too. Cause not, you know, you can, you, you have, you have something planned with a guy it falls through or tre- plans change. I mean, you do have a life outside of podcasting and, um, you know, so there are just some things come up. Right. So, um, you know, it's been, but so far it's been manageable. Like I said, the only Sunday I missed was last Sunday and that was technical difficulties. So, um, yeah here we are and so but like i would say i don't know how long these sundays will continue although there's a part of me that does really enjoy sort of just hitting record and yelling out the window usually on fridays which should have happened yesterday but for some reason i don't know where my head was but like i said i couldn't uh, i just couldn't record anything my thoughts were all over the place but um but yeah so that's kind of where we're at right now and like i said um and it was really interesting um not that i put that much stock in it but it's sort of an interesting it's a barometer i guess um there's a site called chartables and uh it's like an itunes apple podcast it it just ranks podcasts for listens and um the last my last sunday episode uh, was actually the highest ranked episode i've ever had and uh for a little while and that was uh and it was a solo episode which was really um shocking like I could see like a Morasty or a McIntyre maybe not 18 but you know what I'm saying like a name um you know like Michael Haley's did really well we were 20 something I mean Steve Parsons we're up 40 something you know I mean what have you I mean I've had guests on and and cracked the top 50 and stuff um before, but to, to get to 18th on a, a, on a solo episode, um, was a little shocking and, uh, it must have been a very slow, slow news day. Um, cause I think it's a t- in 24 hour period. So, um, now again, I don't know how much stock I put in these things, but, or how accurate they are. Cause I mean, at the same time, you have SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeart like there's a million other platforms to that would, You know, when you start adding up all those downloads, it becomes a different story. This is just an Apple one. But nonetheless, it gives you an indication of at least people are listening, right? And a fair... You know, when you're in Canada, obviously a fair amount of people are listening. And um, so it's very flattering. And um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, and it was odd because um, I... Before, whenever I did a solo episode, it would just be, oh, episode 62. And that was it. And then if you went to iTunes or Spotify or whatever and you looked, the description of the episode was just a standard kind of form. Oh, Darren in the fourth line voice talks about old time hockey. And, you know, it was just a kind of a rubber stamp description. And um, I said to the guys, I said, I think I'm going to start writing at least I mean, it was one thing when I'm interviewing a player because it said episode 30 featuring Josh Mazur. Well, obviously I don't need to explain because Josh Mazur's on the show, but when they were solo episodes, I said, I think I should start putting stuff in the description, at least what I talk about. So like, obviously if you went today to click on this and you looked, it'll say world juniors year in review, blah, 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 hockey fight tournament, you know, um, just a little thing like that. And, uh, you know, I think going forward, you know, now this I'm getting somewhere with this. Um, so the 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 last Sunday, the episode that was ranked, that was the first time that I put anything in the description. And of course, one of the topics that I talked about on the show was um, it was a real hot button issue here in Canada at the time was the Calgary police versus that hockey player. Um, and of course it was all over social media. I'm sure those listening have seen the video. If you're on social media, you've seen it or watched the news or whatever. And uh, I put that in the description and I talked about it. And, um, so it's interesting. I don't know if that's what got me all these listens, like somebody did it, like searched and saw that, or I, I don't know. It was just, it was just odd timing when I finally put that, when I finally decided to write a description. I get all of a sudden my highest rated episode when it's a hot button issue. And, uh, so I don't know if, if there's any correlation there or what, but, uh, nonetheless, cool story, bro. Um, but, Oh, and speaking of that, it was, it was really, um, it was, I got a lot of feedback actually, a lot of feedback, but you know, uh, no idea. Yeah, like, well, I mean a lot, whatever, 10 or 12 people. I mean, I talked to about it and, uh, it was all civil discussions and a few of them disagreed with me not so much disagreed but maybe or were disagreed with points that I had and um it was cool I mean we went back and forth and uh we you know we both explained and I love hearing from people and that's the point right and I and I've always said to people follow me on on fourth line voice on twitter and and send me a private message and talk about this show or whatever you want to talk about and I'll get back to you or if you're not on twitter um i would say hockey fights at hotmail that's right i still have a hotmail account but it's a cool address hockey fights i've had it since like 1998 it was like my first email address i ever had um but hockey fights all one word at hot, at hotmail.com um yeah send me a message and uh about what you heard on the show if good bad or indifferent and um I'll get back to you for sure. I love interacting with people. I mean, that's what I want is interaction. And uh, like I always say, it sounds funny, but hey, this is your show. So, I mean, whatever you guys want me to talk about or if you have a guest or you want to come on and you have an interesting story, absolutely get a hold of me and we'll, you know, we'll talk for sure. And uh, or else, like I always say, please, if you have old footage, it's on a VHS tape. You're cleaning out the attic and you blow the dust off and oh, I'm going to talk. don't toss it. Get a hold of me. I'll take it. See what's on there. I mean, you know, don't throw it away. Or if you have old pictures, old fight pictures or stuff, or you just it doesn't have to be fight pictures, just old hockey pictures or programs or stuff. I'd love to see that stuff. Get a hold of me, D- scan it, send me a picture. I'd love it. Or if you're looking for pictures of someone, let me know. I can, I got thousands and thousands of pictures. I can get any images coming out of my ass, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a tough guy, you know. You want a Bernie Perrant picture when he played in toronto let me know i'll send you one i got it i got high-res pictures all over the place if you need stuff for your man cave so to speak you want a cool prober picture or mcsorley or something let me know i'll send it to you no pro they print off great and frame them put them up in the wall go get them autographed whatever you want like i said hockey fights at hotmail or get a hold of me on twitter the dms are open as the kids say but um no, getting back to the political thing, it was, um, I don't know if it was political. Well, I mean, it got turned political, like everything today, nowadays, everything seems to have a political slant put on it, which is ridiculous, but, um, no, but I had open, had good solid debates with, with folks and, um, not even so much debates. They were just, they, 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 they had their position. I had mine and disagreed on a few points and that was fine but nobody like motherfucked anybody or anything it was adults talking and um yeah no it was cool but it was just, it was really interesting that it would be that hot button issue that on all, all of a sudden i'm 18th it was kind of weird so yeah and in terms of so i don't know if it was if because of the political reasoning or political slant to the show that episode anyway that Uh, or or perceived political slant, I guess, um, is why it got up that high. I have no idea. But um, I know one of the guys I talked to, I had mentioned how that political thing was, you know, whatever. And he kind of said, well, I hope, you know, you don't get too political on your show or whatever. I don't know how he phrased it, but I was like, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Um, No, I don't plan on on bringing politics up. Um, I'm... I guess now and again on certain episodes, I I maybe mentioned it briefly or in passing and stuff. But I, I try not to get too political. I think, um, um, people tune into this to get away from that, and they and they want to hear about hockey or old you know fights or whatever. Um, I, don't, I no one gives a shit who I voted for, and at least. I'm assuming that and uh, that's not and it's not something I want to talk about anyway it's not like oh I'm just dying to tell you my political views I'm not at all um, but um, it, it was interesting um, like I said at the end or at the year in review it's not really so much a year in review it's just more just here I am t- telling you about what's kind of going on behind the scenes or what I've talked about or, and plan on talking about um, and just people's perceptions um, uh, here in the last few minutes Um, before we wrap up i'll just kind of you know we're we're just talking here right no i wanted the one topic i kind of it's not even a topic it was just sort of as we're talking here um sorry i've stopped and started this a couple times here so um i might chew my food twice a couple times here but um it's over the last little while like i said um you know, as, as the world goes and goes crazy here with all this goofiness that's happened in 2020 and everything else. And you know, the stuff down at the cap down in the States there the other day. And yeah, I mean, like I said, we're off, like I said, hot start, right? So, um, um, and just, just talking about my last episode in terms of the politics and talking to people about it afterwards, um, going forward, it's been interesting. Um, I've done this show now for on, you know, for a year on this platform, but, you know, obviously previously before with my other show. And then, uh, you know, and I've been a guest on a number of shows and, and, and stuff like that. And I know there's been people that have listened the whole way. And, you know, so like I said, there's a lot of me out there talking about things and, um, I find it interesting and it's come up here in the last little while. And I talked to a few people about it, but it was interesting. Um, I think when people listen, they have formed this opinion about if they listen to you enough, they form this opinion like they know you, and they just sort of and they're either if they know if they don't know, they make assumptions because of, and it, and it's and it's really interesting. Um, like for an example, I was talking to a guy, and we we're I can't remember what we we're talking about, but he's politics came up and he said something, and I was just kind of like, Oh, yeah, and um, and then he's like, Well, you're a Republican, right, bro? And I'm like, well, I'm Canadian, actually, and he's like, I know, but if you're down in the States, and I'm like, Um, I don't know. I, I, I I never thought about it. I said, um, I said, but what makes you say that? And he's like, well, cause you like hockey fights. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, cause you like violence. I'm like, well, first of all, I actually appall violence, to be completely honest with you. Um, you know, I mean, I understand self-defense and stuff like that and whatever, but, um, you know, and there's a time and a place, but in terms of hockey, I understand why there's fighting, but I'm not, you know, I, I, it was just sort of an odd, I'm like, because I like violence? What? Well, liberals don't. And I'm like, "Mm," you know, I'm like, I I don't, uh, I'm okay. I get with the stereotypes, but uh, I get, or that's your definition, I guess. But I'm like, "Mm," I I disagree with you on that one. But, uh, and he goes, really, you're a liberal? And I'm like, I didn't say that either. I'm like, you know, uh, I don't know why. It it was just, I guess my point is, it was just, um, it was just really odd that, certain things people make this assumption about you one just they think they know you regardless they listen they listen to me every week and i'm I'm trying to sound like i'm a big deal but you know for the terms of this story that i'm telling um they listen to my show on a regular basis and so i think over the years they've figured they sort of somewhat know me and i've shared some stuff from my life you know i told the brawl in the mall story and stuff like that but it was like I don't really... I don't get into where I work, where my wife... Like, my parents, my brother... I don't talk about them or what they do. I'm not going to. Um, There are things I don't... I have no desire to make public. Um, Not that I'm hiding anything, but it's just... Why do I need to talk about... No one wants to listen to it anyway. Um so and like and i always said with my job as a government employee there's we have a so actually we have a social media ban really at work and uh so i probably actually really shouldn't even be doing this but um there have been guys fired over this not that i've said anything really controversial on here but uh um nonetheless it's it's a road i really don't want to go down in terms with my employer but um again not that i'm saying anything controversial but um Anyway, so there's a lot of reason why that um, my my real name is not attached to a lot of things. Well, Darren is my real name, but my whole name is not attached to a lot of things. Um, There are people, obviously, through this that know me, that, you know, obviously, but uh, I don't regularly put it out there. Um, uh, Like, one guy wanted to know my name, and I'm just like, for what? What do you need to know my name for? Well, I just want to know who I'm talking to. I'm like, yeah, but what are you talking to me for? Like, what do you need? You know, I'm like, you don't need to, you don't need to know my name. Don't worry about it. Like, tell me yours. And he's like, well, I can't really, cause I work. And I'm like, well, yeah. So I'm sort of the same. So it's like, yeah, don't worry. Just call me Darren. It's fine. And it's like, you know, it, it's, um, yeah, it was just really weird. Cause like I said, with the show, um, after bringing up the, the Calgary thing and like I said, how everything's been so politicized, politi- yeah, everything's political now, um, i somehow feel like I've had to address this, this issue on here and, um, or felt like I, I should. And, um, and maybe I didn't, but it was just something that got, it it got brought up. It, it's been brought up before in the past, but just lately after that episode, it got brought up numerous times from different sources, different people. And it was just in conversations, but it was, uh, I was, it was interesting that the, 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 the dots that people will try to connect or the assumptions that people make based on certain stereotypes. And it was, it was sort of interesting. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I'm sort of just rambling. I'm just sort of telling you what story or, um, feedback that I've been getting lately that I've had to answer. Um, and it, and it, it just, uh, I guess it was more of a, just a look in the, um, interactions that I have with, with certain people, with listeners, that, uh, like I said, that it's been odd that uh, that they they feel that, um, like I said, the assumptions that they've come up with, like they've from from my stories that I've told, it was uh, it's been interesting, and um, like I said, going forward, I'm not going to rant and rave about politics on here or anything like that um nor i don't think like i said and i don't think people want me to anyway nor that i want to i really this last like eight minutes i don't really know what i'm talking about here i'm just sort of just sharing i'm just rambling here i'm just sort of sharing with you with you guys um just kind of on a saturday night here um yeah my mic i don't know i'm just gonna talk here but um no, like I said, it's was a social experiment with people. It, it was interesting to to hear their feelings on on, on certain things, and, and like I said, I've had I've had guests on that uh, you know before we get going or after we're done, we talk and uh, you know politics or the or the pandemic has come up, and I get their I hear their thoughts on it, and you know I haven't agreed with everybody, and um, not that I've had any extremists or at least they haven't put themselves out like they were, um, you know. Um, there's been a couple guys that we've they know where I stand and you know we've silently agreed to disagree and and that's fine and uh and at the same time there are other there are other players out there that at one time I've thought about having on the show but I have since read their social media and have no desire to talk to them now um not that oh they're just they're they voted for someone different than me but then that's fine that's not why I just I find their extremism to be moronic and uh you know, I, I have no intentions of talking to someone with a tinfoil hat on. So, you know, take that for what it is. And, uh, you know, and at the same time, I'm sure they have no desire to talk to me. So that's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, but going forward, uh, here in the new year, um, I, I guess is what I'm getting at that. Um, cause it was brought up that I will not be, in, unless it's a hot button hockey issue that somehow, I guess politics revolves around that will be the the extent of my political talk uh going forward um so if you're a regular listener do not worry i will not be rallying around or uh or or talking about today's uh political views whatever whatever party it may be uh that won't be happening um but uh i will let the folks out there decide if, if they want to decide what political party they think I vote for, I'll I'll tell you this in Canada though. Um, I'm, when it came, when it comes to voting over the years, I've been all over the map. So I'm, I'm not married to a party. We'll put it that way. Um, same, same provincially. So, uh, yeah. So there, I just threw that, I just threw a monkey wrench in some people's plans, but, uh, yes. Um, so, but anyway, how about we wrap it up? I think that's about 50 minutes here and I, I don't feel like talking about politics anymore. Like I said, especially after everything that's gone on here in the last little while to me, that whole event down in the state. And I think everybody would agree. It was just a sad day and it was, um, didn't need to happen. And, uh, I hope those people get prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And, uh, it was really sad that some people had to, that people died from that. And it, it was needless. It didn't need to happen. And, uh there's a lot of, I think there's some politicians that need to really answer and they incited that they did. So, and I think there needs to be accountability. I don't think there will be, but there should be. And, uh, it was just a real sad day for the States. And I felt, I know a lot of American listeners, I felt, I felt bad for your country. And, uh, um, it was just, it has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat or anything. It was just sad to see that and like I said to that type of violence it's never good it's the same like before with the protests and all it's one thing to protest but rioting and looting I feel bad and uh I don't think and like I said majority of people are not on board for anything like that that's not that wasn't a there's nothing wrong with protesting it's your right to protest but that's not protesting none of that stuff was and uh and, and none of it should be condoned and it wasn't condoned by the normal people who aren't condoning any of that regardless of who you voted for so, so stop talking stupid um but i hope uh that, you know uh, you know obviously with the inauguration coming um you know biden getting in charge and we'll see what happens in the world and uh, or down at least in north america and the united states what happens with the with the change there and uh political views and uh yeah, so we'll see here um, in 2021, hopefully. And like I said, with the vaccine getting rolled out, and hopefully we can kind of put an end to this bloody pandemic. It's just terrible, and, you know, we can we can get on with our lives. Um, you know, that's all that's all I want. So and I, I said it, it's going to be really hard in February because every year for the last 10 years, that was our Vegas trip, right? So this February, and it obviously isn't happening this year. So it's going to be really hard. Um, in a couple of weeks here when normally we'd be planning to get on a plane and go um, to be sitting here so that in the in the minus whatever hopefully actually our winter's been pretty good here so far so hopefully it's not too cold but it, minus 40s are coming and it always will in Saskatchewan so it's going to be real hard and uh, and I feel my parents like to go down there they go down for months at a time and they're they're really sad that they can't go and I really feel bad about them because you know as they're older there's only so much you know your time is you know precious at this point you know a few years and um so i really feel bad that they're that they're stuck here and uh yeah so like i said hopefully we you know we can get the vaccine and it works and um you know like we can you know the world gets cleaned up and and we can get back at her so um yeah i think that's all anybody wants right so uh yeah guys so hopefully 2021 here going forward is uh um, you know, br- brighter days. And, uh, and in terms of my show here, um, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing, chugging along and, uh, Wednesdays bring you, bring you interviews like I can, or if I can. And, uh, Sunday will be whatever this is. And, uh, yeah, we'll see for now. Anyway. Um, like I said, I'm not going to lie. I've had, a again, there's frustration can build up and, uh, and uh you start having doubts and asking yourself why are you doing this but um when everything's working and you get some interviews and and the feedback's really positive it's a it's a real it's a real fun experience as well so um you know as long as you guys keep listening and enjoying it and uh promoting it i've seen you guys retweet stuff or or mention it or i've seen it on the facebook people have talked oh you gotta listen to fourth line voice and for all you guys out there that have done that for the, since i've been on the platform and stuff or since day one i J- searson and paul and you guys in the uk that promote my show and and everybody out there that listens and retweets every time i put out the episode i i can't thank you guys enough for doing that and uh you know like i said this i always say it's the people's show right we're uh you know old time hockey you know we're trying to keep it alive and you know when the fight message boards and everything went away i think um you know, a lot of, a lot of knowledge and, and a lot of those, that era of hockey died, um, in terms of social media and stuff. So I think it, uh, you know, myself and Joe and Alec and, and the guys that talk about the fighting, um, like I said, I, I guess we're like audio message fight message boards, right? I'm audio FC here. And, uh, I try to be anyway. And, um, um, try to be a voice for you guys and, and give you guys stories that you want to hear and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, going forward, that's not going to change and, uh, we'll see what happens here guys, uh, uh, in 2021, but, uh, 2020 was, uh, really successful and the growth of the network was really cool and to grow with them. And, uh, I know from my own platform to now, the, the show has grown leaps and bounds in popularity, like I said, 15th in Canada, like that's unbelievable. And, uh, it's because of you guys. And, uh, so thank you for all the, the feedback and the shows and the retweets and, and the promotions and, and, and all the positive words I hear from you guys. It's, it's really, it's humbling and, uh, it's really cool. And going forward, I'm hoping to bring you guys some really cool guests and we'll get some real cool stories. And, uh, like I said, well, I always say we'll keep the spirit of old time hockey alive. So, um, with that guys, I will stop talking for today. Like I said, sorry guys at the end here, I'm all over the place, but like I said, we're just talking and you know, um, there, that's just what's been going on with me. So, and, uh, and some of the stuff from behind the scenes that I've had to talk about. So what with people. So, um, yeah, guys, like I said, uh, fourth line voice on, on Twitter and on YouTube subscribe and, uh, and whatever platform you're on, could you guys rate and review the show? It really helps me out in terms of, uh, just search and search listings, I guess, or whatever, and um, or like I said, ho- uh, hockey fights and hotmail. If you want to get a hold of me and you're not on social media, and you want to talk to me through there, absolutely, drop me a line. Talk about anything you want, and uh, all right, let's wrap it up. All right, guys, thank you very much uh, for tuning in, and uh, we'll I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. <laughs>